What's going on, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Martinez Audio Experience. And uh, I'm going to like this episode, and I'm hoping you're going to like this episode. And uh, got a couple topics I'm going to be talking about in regards to college education, voting. I know that's kind of a touchy subject right now, and don't like to get much into politics, but you know, it's real, it's real life, it's what we have to deal with. And I, as a current master student at the St. Thomas University here in Minneapolis, uh, we had talked about some voting, voter turnout, and some topics that I that I thought, you know, this might be good to put on a podcast of mine in the audio experience to riff a little, get your ideas and your your comments and what you guys think. And then I want to just end it with responsibility and responsibility in regards to, you know, adult responsibility. What does that mean? And I had a comment from a guy uh, from Arizona in my last podcast or my last episode when I talked about drivers that drive extremely slow in the left lane. And he kind of sparked my idea to talk just a little bit about responsibility. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and roll right into it. So the a little bit about me, guys. I, you know, and I mentioned where I'm from in my first episode. So I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and uh, not by choice. Definitely not by choice. I moved here in 2013 uh, because I was in the military at the time, and my daughter it lives. Her mom lives in Minnesota, and I was in San Diego at the time. And there was no way in hell that I was ever going to leave San Diego, but. Being, you know, we're going to talk about responsibility here a little bit towards the end, but I'll just mention now that, you know, I wanted to be near my daughter. I wanted to be close to her and um, that was most important to me. So fast forward, you know, from 2013 to now, I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's a great city. I've grown quite the fondness to it and I do, you know, love it. Great quality of life out here and uh, it's great. So if you've never been out to Minneapolis, you guys definitely come check it out and uh, give Mr. 952, Mr. Martinez, your boy, shout out when you're here as well. So we, you know, right now what I have going on in life, I have, I'm taking classes at uh, the University of St. Thomas. It's a private school in the Minneapolis, St. Paul area. It's two campuses, one in St. Paul, one in Minneapolis. And, um, to give you guys a kind of an idea, I've, I've already got my four year degree and, uh, I have my own marketing business as well as now really kind of rolling out and getting some framework around my personal brand, Matt Martinez. And so with that being said, being in the digital marketing space, you know, it's very important, you know, really digital marketing. What is it? Digital marketing, social media, you know, mar online marketing, you know, software tech, you know, applications, it all is technology. That's really what it boils down to. Anytime we're doing anything online, again, regardless of any of those categories I just mentioned, we're in the tech space. And so I'm in the tech space and working B2B with businesses on shifting them into marketing for the now, you know, using messaging applications. Anyway, so not to get too much off topic, I'm going to St. Thomas University, getting a, working on a master's certificate in digital experience. And so the, um, so the other day, I have two classes, one is in persuasion. And so, you know, well, one's in persuasion and one is in digital is one is brand management, excuse me. So I'm taking two courses right now. And over the course of the next year, I'll be taking courses until I graduate with my digital experience master certificate. But why I mention this is because I want to talk about college. We got into this conversation the other day in in class about, uh, you know, school and college and debt. And it really hit hit me because 
I used to be, prior to owning my own business, when I was on active duty in the military, I was a full-time active Navy recruiter. And so the primary age for recruiting in the military is 17 through to 21. Now they may have moved that up now because there are certain, we're really trying to expand the military right now, our current administration, uh, given the fact that we've had an extreme downsizing in the military over the last several years over the Obama administration. So, but anyhow, throughout the time as a recruiter, you know, I saw kids coming in, young men and women, you know, looking for answers, looking for, uh, you know, an opportunity to be something greater than they were, but also have these awesome benefits that go along with that. And one of those awesome benefits is, you know, the, the government upon serving a certain amount of time in the military will then pay for your college education. How sweet is that? I know many of you are clapping and some of you are not clapping, right? But I had that awesome opportunity where right now, me taking classes, I've been able to basically get, well, I really have. I have pretty much an entire, my entire four-year education and this entire master's certificate that I'm paying for, completely paid for on Uncle Sam's dime. And that's because I served, you know, this year I'll be, I'm in the reserves now, no longer active duty, but you know, I have 15 years in the military, 16 years this year. And so, you know, that's just one of the perks of being in the military and serving your country is that you get these opportunities. So my point with college, okay, getting back to kind of square one here with that little riff that I did there. And sometimes I apologize guys for going off, but I want to get context. I want to get some context for you so you really understand what I'm talking about. So, and those that listen to my podcast and start to listen to this will understand that. uh, So I really appreciate that. And those that don't just don't. And they don't listen to my podcast or my messages and that's fine. It's not for you. But anyhow, I just want to get some context for you guys that actually will, so you can understand my first topic about college a little bit better. So college, right? Um, One thing that comes to mind is, you know, I, during my persuasion class, we're, we're working on a project where we have to bring a relevant problem that we have in in life and business uh what have you or in school and we have to frame the problem around a a um you know, a kind of a group study where we bring it back to class. We're broken up in these groups and we have our group help us figure out solutions based on, you know, persuasive learning models, persuasive theory, and to help us try to figure out a problem to persuade the person or group or the situation in life that we're having, uh, you know, into doing what we want or just become, have, you know, finding a better solution. Anyway, that said, the last class I was, but it had been Tuesday that I, we had a gal in there, sweet gal, sweetest Filipino gal ever. And I was able to butter her up. She's Filipino. So I think she's going to make some egg rolls, some lumpia the next class. So anyhow, she was up to speak and had a topic about going, you know, she's currently finishing an MBA. She's working for a company in downtown Minneapolis. And she basically um, wants to go on this $10,000 trip abroad that, you know, she'll get college, you know, credit for, and she'll be able to finish up her MBA much quicker. And so she was posing the question that, you know, to give you some background, she posed the question that her son just is going to college. He's going to Rochester, Minnesota, a college in Rochester, Minnesota. It's his first year and it's a pre-med degree. And so that's going to cost money that they're paying for the parents, her and her husband. And now she's getting ready to wrap up her MBA, but she needs these last couple of classes to include this trip. Now, the problem is, is that it's $10,000. Her husband does not want her to pay that, you know, to uh, go on that trip because 
they're paying for their son's college and because it's $10,000 and why does she need to finish it at, at this point in her life? So that being said, that raises the problem or the situation to the group to try to figure it out. So my, my point is, is I asked her very pointedly, I said, you know what? I asked her because it almost seemed as if, you know, there's this issue around parents, number one, paying for their kids to go to college. Is that right? What do you guys think about that? Are you paying for your son's or daughter's college? Or if you're not even at that space yet, do you plan on paying for college for your son or daughter? You know, call in, let me know your thoughts on that. But also, I talked to her and I, I posed the question around, well, if you're going to be doing this, if, you know, because everybody's trying to tell her in the group, well, you need to talk to your husband. It basically turned into a 45, well, 30 minute therapy session where people were trying to figure her husband out. And I just was like, this is crazy. If, you know, because here's one thing I've learned about sales and persuasion is at the end of the day, you can, you know, you can try to persuade, learn all the PhD learning models and behavior models that you want. But at the end of the day, there's just some people out there you can't sell. There's some people out there you can't persuade, okay? You just can't because that's just our human nature, regardless of any angle. So I flat out told her, I said, I just asked, was asking her questions and I said, Jass, that's her name, Jass. And I asked her, I said, do you, what about your son? Let's dive in. Let's ask about that. What about your son? Is he really dead set on becoming a doctor and completing in the next four years a pre-med degree? And so she said, well, that's a topic of heated debate with her and her husband and her son. And, you know, so that raised that in red flag in my mind thinking, well, you know, it, there may be an opportunity where, an, you know, or it may be a situation in which he only goes two years and he's like, eh, this is too much work. You know, I really don't feel like going through what it takes to become a doctor, you know, an additional four years of college education on top of the, you know, so, you know, so that I raised the question, I said, maybe you guys need to sit down and have a real heart to heart conversation about this. And so this kind of leads into the whole college. And I know, again, I'm at about 10 minutes, 16 seconds, and I'm still gaining context, but I appreciate it if you are still listening. So that said, um, I said, you guys need to have a conversation about college, about you know, the debt that's going to be incurred by going through, especially a pre-med degree for four years and then another, you know, X amount of years just to become a doctor. And so I think that raises the question of what I want to talk about. And at this point, I had other topics I was going to bring up, but I'm going to focus on in on this college kind of life kind of uh, culture hacking, if you will, about college expectations and, you know, how our, how our society has really put put us through this, uh, you know, maybe it's just generational, but has put us kind of on this, in this assembly line of, you know, you go to elementary school, you go to middle school or junior high school, you go to high school then, and then you get your good grades, and then you get off to college. And, that, you know, I find it fascinating that a lot of parents, a lot of parents, that's the first thing that they think of. They think college, then they think go out in the workforce and go find a good job. And in order to go find a good job, you have to go to college to be successful. And so, and I'm not, this isn't a, this isn't a episode where I want to bash on college, but I want to put it under perspective, given the current climate of where college, our college, you know, our economy's college loan debt is at right now in the trillions, and as well as how many underemployed in unemployed college graduates there are right now, but yet 
our higher ed system and you know our society parents status quo says hey you need to go to college go, to get a good you know to get good grades and then you know go out in the workforce it's bs you guys it's bs and i just want to say that i i don't i'm this is a knock on college because i'm currently going back to get a masters in digital experience however owning my own business, I don't need to go get that degree. I don't need to be taking Tuesdays and Wednesdays to go sit in class from 6 to 9 p.m. with the majority of my classmates being, you know, well, I'd say 99% of them and well, 99.9% .9 of them being, you know, working as corporate, you know, working in corporations, working nine to fives. And, you know, that's a whole nother thing in of itself because at, at an entrepreneur's core, we are not nine to fivers. We are not status quo. And I'll get into that maybe in another podcast episode. But, I just want to lay, you know, talk about how conditioned the society has get gotten, you know, with the influence of media, with the influence of higher education and college, 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 but yet look at the outcome that is, has happening. Now I was listening to another podcast episode and, uh, this is on another podcast and there's, there's a, I think it's a nonprofit out there that is really trying to educate universities or higher ed on, you know, different outcomes for college graduates, which I think is fantastic. But I just want to let you guys know, and I wanted to kind of bring this situation up that there's other opportunities, there's other options than just college. And that being said, again, I think colleges is great because obviously for some careers out there, you need to go to college, you need to go to college, you need to go to school, you know, think of professional degrees, I think of, you know, physical therapy, I think of becoming a doctor, I think of becoming a lawyer, and, you know, all these professional professions that require you to go to school. However, you know, and you know, even certain instances with like business, but I will just say that the vast majority of a lot of, you know, college graduates, college-aged individuals that I come across, and that might be you listening to this, is that we are going because we've just been conditioned that that's what we need to do. That's what our parents told us we need to do. That's what mom and dad said. Hey, you know, Johnny, I, I was an alumni at, uh, you know, University of Minnesota, University of Iowa, University of Nebraska, whatever, Cal State, whatever. So, you know, I really want you to go get that experience. Number one, what does that experience look like? And number two, is that really ROI positive parents, listeners, is it? At the end of the day, you know, if you want your kid to have that experience, you want your kid to be able to, you know, actually effectively become a, you know, contributor to society, we don't want to send them off just because they want to have an experience in quote, right? Or just to after four or five, six years, or if, you know, because the reality of it is a lot of these college kids and, and college age kids don't even know what they want to do, even as they're going through a class, paying cla a class or get, gathering debt, they still don't know. They're actively gaining debt when they don't know what they want to do. And that's debt that they can't, can't even request bankruptcy on, I believe. You know, so it's kind of sad. So be very thoughtful about, you know, when you're sitting down, when you have these conversations with your your kids, or if you're listening to this and you don't have parents, right? Or you you know you're relying on maybe school counselors that you know sometimes again at this high in the education system are so conditioned with college is the next step, and then not looking at other options, you know, such as going into the workforce, gaining education, or gaining some experience, some 
life skills that are super important, soft skills on communication, adaptation, you know, cross-functional, you know, interpersonal, you know, attitudes and, and, you know, all this type of stuff or the military as well, gaining real experience, real leadership prior to actually going to college. Cause it's not college. It's not the fact that that's the education. It's the fact that it's a conditioned status quo thing that our society has placed on younger individuals, young men and women, you know, or even, you know, even, you know, middle-aged people. Cause there's certainly, like I said, I'm going to school. I'm not, uh, you know, in my twenties anymore. And certainly there's people, like I mentioned this, this gal that has sending her son to pre-med school out in Rochester. She's, you know, mid forties and going back to get her MBA. Um, I just want to leave it at this. My point is this, if you're thinking about college, if you're thinking about talking to somebody about going back to college, if you're thinking about, um, you know, go, even in your mid 40s, 50s, what have you, going back to school, I'm really, really passionate about breaking the conditioned cycle that we have had in society about this kind of you have to do this in order to be successful in order to go out and get a good job. You have, or even what's worse as an entrepreneur, when I hear it from business students, like, Oh, I went to business school. So I know I'm ready to run a business. Really? No, I will tell you that as an entrepreneur, the best way to even become, you know, to learn as an entrepreneur is to go out and fail, right? To go out and fail, go out and try something, go out and try something again, go out and try something again and fail, fail, fail. A lot of you are like scared about that. Like, Oh, failure. Oh, it's such a bad thing. Oh, that's not right. That's life. That's entrepreneurship. That's just like riding a bike with, with, you know, without, you know, riding training wheels before riding a bike, you learn, you fall, you learn, you fall, you learn, you fall, you get back up on that bike and you keep going, right? You keep going. So that's all what entrepreneurship is about. But terms of college and kind of the status quo conditioned, you know, thought process, it's no different. Start really thinking about, especially in our econ economy right now, the loan debt's astronomical. And, and as I mentioned, the stats on the under, under, you know, in terms of underemployed and, you know, not employed, um, you know, graduates out there, it's crazy. So it's time that we turn the tide around, but it really starts with the mindset, kind of this condition status quo mindset of this is the only way that you're going to be successful is by, you know, doing what I did and going to college and then bam, all of a sudden, no job, no career. And still a lot of these kids don't know what they want to do. So that's what I want to talk about today. It's kind of a life cultural hack. You know, what do you guys think about the whole college experience? What was your experience? I mean, what do you think about the current state of loans, you know, student loan debt? you know, um, you know, this condition status quo kind of, you know, mindset that we've had for years. Is it generational? Can the, you know, can the mindset be broken? What are your thoughts? I think it can be broken and it should be broken. And we really ought to be spending time on really figuring out starting, you know, some programs or integrating some real programs that can immediately translate into, uh, you know, a career into business. So we don't have to worry about these, you know, such a vast amount of student loan debt. And we start getting graduates, you know, into careers that are making an impact on our society. But I think obviously as a government and economy, we're so much focused on other things. We're focused on spending so much money overseas and other countries and developing them or worrying about all kinds of other garbage that doesn't need to be. But this is our country. 
these are are very, it's very important that we stay advanced, that we stay the number one superpower, and it starts with education and it starts with the mindset. So I really very, am very passionate about that, and so that's what I wanted to riff on today at Matt Martinez Audio Experience. And so I want to hear from you guys. What do you guys think? What do you think about college? What do you think about the current state of student loan debt? What's your experience? Um, and uh, what are your thoughts on? clearing some of that up or re-evaluating the mindset around a condition status quo view on college. Thank you guys. If you've tuned into this episode, it went a little longer than I wanted to, but you know, you, you're on a, you're on a commute to work. You're in the gym right now. Maybe I heard some people kind of snicker back there, huh? And, or, you know, whatever it is you're doing, maybe you're just settling down for bed or waking up eating breakfast, but either way, I appreciate you listening in to my new anchor Martinez audio experience. And if you want some more information on me, I'm not that exciting, but I would love to connect with you regardless. You can go to mr952.com, mr952.com, reach out to me, send me an email. Let's connect via social media. And I want to get some more ideas from you guys on, on some live cultural business riffs that you want me to talk about. And I love you guys. Thank you so much for your time and your ear and uh, your interaction and participation when I hear some Collins. We'll see you over at Mr952.com and thank you again for listening to the Martinez audio experience. This is Matt Martinez signing out.